Shall we start? Yeah. Let's get away from the shit and just talk. Um. Anyway, welcome <laughs> shit and jizzers. Let's talk about Twilight Zone. T- <laughs> All right, Frank, are you ready on that button? Yeah, I got you. Okay, you got two minutes. Wait, why? You'll see why. Everyone's silent. Hello, citizens. I am Phoenix West, joined by Frank Lynx, Adam Wilcox, and Jansen Carlin. Welcome to LIW The Twilight Zone Review. Today's episode is titled Meet in the Middle. It is episode 176 of the podcast. It is episode 1 of season 2 of the 2019 revamp of The Twilight Zone which should be called The Twitter Zone. The episode debuted June 25th, 2020. Let's get this shit show on the road. I apologize but the podcast begins in 3, 2, 1. You're traveling through another dimension, a dimension not only of sight and sound but of mind. That's a signpost up ahead. Your next stop, dark territory. I know she's not deaf or dumb or retarded or anything. Ordering in Wonderlands, the Twilight Zone review. Francis. She won last season of Chef Boston. It's just your hair. Yep. What about my hair? It's it's curly. Uh, feel like in your profile photo, it was. Feel like it was straight. <laughs> okay. It's not that curly. See, uh, mm-hmm. Straight, uh, curly. I wear it both ways. Okay. Hello? I'm really not crazy I'm about sorry, it. What, what did you just say? That the squid ink paella is a must. Hello? What? Because they've got pork or Is someone there? Uh, hello? 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 Wait. Wait, you can actually hear me? Yeah. What's going on this uh, computer? Okay, chicken, and it comes with oh, four, so sorry. Yeah. Are you okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, I am fine. I'm fine. How are you doing this? You can hear me on the podcast, but they can't. What is happening? Podcast exclusive. Yes. Frank's clips are way too long. Oh, no, 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 okay. 
If you listen to me. I am listening to you. Whatever the hell this is, I don't like it. <laughs> you don't like this? I don't like this. Great, so stop talking to me. And you stop talking to me. Deal. Deal. Sounds like me at work. A voice in your head can mean a few different things. A conscience, divine inspiration. You're holding that, up six while saying seven. What if instead it were... <laughs> there you go. <laughs> one made through the tangled, enigmatic switchboards of the Twilight Zone. Gil got fat. There we go. Um... <laughs> I don't have to do my intro because I already did it with a robot. So today's episode, like we said, is meet in the middle. I want to hear what IMDb has to say about it for a description. A lonely bachelor makes a telepathic connection with a stranger, but not everything is as it seems in his new romance. The end. That's really That's about it. it. That's that it. Is it. That's all it says. The, I noticed the, the descriptions for season two are, are just minimal. Yeah, I am reading. It is reading the tagline, so. Yeah. But who is it? What is that? Is that is is that Cortana? That's nobody. Nobody you know. Right. Cortana, something else. That's uh, a little fancy. Going to afford her. I <laughs> to bring on the budget, Cortana. I'm curious. Like, what are you using? Some website. I don't know what it's called. Okay, that's cool. Pornhub. She agreed to come on the show, um, paying her a lot of money, but yeah, she said she'd uh, get us some listeners, so we'll see how that goes. It's a good thing you got new patrons. <laughs> Frank's paying $1.69 in, in, on the Patreon page, and he's so excited about that. Jansen just zoomed in. That was weird. And he zoomed <laughs> back out. <laughs> what the fuck is going on at Jansen's end? <laughs> just fixing my camera angle. Okay. How did you do that? Didn't you move? Mad skills, bro. Mad oh, skills. You're you're the guy that knows how to use a computer. I'm the guy who knows shit. Yeah, that's yep. me. Yep, but it's not me. It's the guy I mean, behind I'm the guy little, behind the guy. Well, he's really the guy below the guy next to the guy. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, guys, meet in the middle. Uh, let's let's rewind a little bit. Uh. I, I did give give you guys some homework today, and and I kind of left it up to you if you want to fulfill it or not. Adam, we'll start with you because we kind of where are you over there? We kind of touched on it a little bit before we started recording the actual podcast proper. Let's get into you watch season two and then season one, which is Correct. bizarre. And I I'm glad I did, and I want to preface that by saying thank you uh, for making me watch this because I was not looking forward to it. Um, yeah, I didn't despise season two. It's an improvement. I've only seen the then first I five. Season one, and ooh, season one's ooh. rough. And that's why I wanted to bring it up: is you didn't like episode one and two of the original series of the first season. I did. I liked them a lot. I wanted to, but I, I found myself more annoyed than intrigued. I'm not really. We we do have a very fifty fifty on the show. I noticed. <laughs> but this is why I want to get into it because Frank and I have already discussed the first season the death. So the first episode is the comedian. I like that one. Mm -hmm. um, 
in the second episode, uh, that's all I'm going to say about that one. I already talked for an hour about it. Uh, the second episode, though, is my favorite iteration of Nightmare 20,000 Feet. They yeah, added 10 more thousand feet, Adam. What more do you want? I know. Bigger and better is not always the way, man. Sometimes and less is more. Instead of a gremlin podcast, baby. I mean, I see the similarities. I like that they changed it and made their own version of it instead of just doing the same. I mean, even I think every version's gotten better. The original with Shatner is good. The second one, the movie with that George Miller made, George Miller who made like the Max, Mad Max movies, he he made it with John Lithgow. It's the best part of the movie, and he made it like yeah. way more intense. And like the cameras around here, around John Lithgow, the monsters scarier. Out. Yeah, yeah, everything's intense. Yeah, I mean he's not adorable, which is a plus. <laughs> exactly, he's not a fluffy creature on a wing going, "Hey, I'm a furry." Wee. <laughs> but the the new version at least did something different where they didn't even have the guy in the wing, and it was so I'm watching it going like I've seen this a thousand times. Where are we? Oh, what the fuck? There's a pot, and it created a different atmosphere than the other two episodes, and I appreciated that. What didn't you? I, I'm not putting you in the spot here, but what what didn't work for you? What didn't f- flesh out? <laughs> what didn't work for me was just the the <laughs> overline message about you know phobias and uh, everything was a little too over the top, and you know the whole first season just smacks of stereotypes like just first draft writing and i i think adam scott did a good job but i just wasn't really crazy about the episode i i, I didn't like the way it ended the um, ending is I, stupid I, it it kind of insinuates a lot that we assume that people that look a certain way on an airplane are up to no good and i didn't really enjoy that message a lot of the first season is just like it's hard to enjoy the show when the message is so deafening that it just drowns everything out. Maybe that's just the way that I'm looking at it, but I picked up on it right the fuck away. And it just kept getting progressively worse as the season went on. So I think I have like a similar perspective on it. Um, I watched the first season last week as well, but I had originally watched the first episode when it, when it first came out, I was like, Oh, I'm just going to check this out, see what it's about, see if it's any good. So I had like this downtime between watching the first episode and then watching the second episode, probably a good year almost. And I didn't really pick up on that whole stereotypical thing on on this episode as much as that. I thought it was I thought it was really interesting and a cool take on on an interesting story to me personally. For the first one or second one? For the second episode of season one. I I, I like that first, the second episode, Uh, a little bit more than the first one. Yeah, I loved it. I, I thought the second episode and Blue Scorpion were the two best uh, episodes. Yeah, tried. Blue Scorpion saved it for me. That was easily my favorite of the first season, but mostly the first season. Like, I'm glad I started with the second season. That's why I'm saying thank you. I'm glad I started there because I'm like, I don't hate this show. Like, I was a little bit checked out on the first episode of season two. We'll get into that in a minute. I don't want to jump over, you know, uh, j- rush into it too fast, but. Um, yeah, first season, I realized really quickly what was making everybody so angry. <laughs> so, yes, uh, Frank, Alan, uh, when you were saying, uh, you know, I, I hate this, will it please catch on fire? Were you just talking about season one? Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah, I was a little yes. curious because we're jumping back and forth in our conversation. I'm sorry. Today. Yeah. No, you're good. No, I mean, like I, I've had to turn off notifications to Messenger, Facebook, Twitter. 
you know no i won't i won't spoil anything yeah <laughs> yeah I, at, at this point i've watched the entire series uh watched the seasons backwards but i'm glad i did it that way because it, I, I realized that this show is improving it's not quite there yet but it's getting better <laughs> let me let me pause this there and just say if you are new or haven't watched the whole season for season two we're not going to discuss any future episodes. We're only discussing Meet in the Middle or Season 1. So anything prior to this is open game. This episode's open game, obviously. We, we do spoilers. if you're Because we have a lot of new listeners at this point. There's a new season coming out. I'm just going to go ahead and set this up. We're going to do each episode. We're not going to discuss future episodes. I've only seen the first five. I haven't seen the whole season yet. I can't bring myself to finish. I started episode six earlier, and I'm like... Working on something else, I'm like, I just can't focus on this. I like Joe McHale, but I can't focus on this right now, so I, I shut it off. But um, Joe McHale's in episode six, called Eight. No, I'm but you don't like him? No, I like him. I like Joe McHale. Oh, okay. I, I, I it, thought I heard you say you didn't like him. It has a lot of uh, community members. Speaking of which, one of them, uh, Julian Jacobs, is in today's episode, Meet in the Middle. And also Jimmy Simpson, who I fucking love from It's Always I Sunny. And Westworld. Westworld, Breakout Kings. Isn't it Gillian Jacobs? It's one of those. I can never get it right. I'll never. I don't care. I always know it's not the one that you want it to be. <laughs> so it's Gillian, whatever. So uh, Jilligan's Island is on the show. And <laughs> the episode is her talking to Jimmy Simpson. Uh, they. How far? I want to know. Knowing the ending. And we're going to get there, you know. In, in due time here, but how how early in the episode did you guys guess the ending? Or did you at all? Were you surprised? I guessed it halfway through the episode. I was not surprised. Yeah, I, I was. I was probably maybe halfway three quarters through the episode and guessed it. I didn't. I was. I was pleasantly surprised when he was sitting in. Like, do we want me to spoil the end or? No. I mean, we already put out the disclosure. We're going to talk about the ending and everything. So yeah, we'll we'll start with that. I I knew when she started when when he got on the train and and, and they talked to each other. Like I I knew at that point, like oh, something's happening to her. Yeah, that doesn't add up. I knew the second she went. Think my husband. We have, I haven't been happy in years. He's controlling, and I go, okay, I got it. And that's like, not even half. That's twenty minutes in. I mean, but that seems pretty normal in this day and age for a woman to say that to somebody other than her husband. You got something you want to talk about? No. <laughs> okay. It's Because she laughed. She okay, laughed when it, you fell. That's it, all I'm it saying. It's something that I wouldn't, <laughs> if it ever happened, I'd go, well, it's not fine. Okay, yeah. but <laughs> when I watched it, I go, I'm sitting there waiting, and, and IMDb says, not everything is as it seems or whatever. And I'm like, I didn't read that yet, but I'm still, I'm sitting there watching. I'm like, there's going to be a catch. There's going to be a twist this kind of episode. There has to be. This type of episode is prime for uh, a special twist. And I'm sitting there waiting and I'm like, I'm not happy. I'm like, and I'm thinking it. I don't say it out loud, but I'm like, this is probably what it's going to be. But hopefully a lot of this season, I'm like, this is probably how it's going to go. Hopefully I'm wrong. And so far... Only with episode five was I wrong with, and I'm not going to talk specifically, but that's the one I was wrong with, but I was still disappointed. <laughs> like this, this episode, I was like, eh, it's going this way, but I still liked it. I liked this episode. Let me just say that, I guess right now we'll talk about our feelings about it overall, and then we'll get into specifics and make fun of it. But 
I liked the episode. It, it reminded me of how I liked the comedian. Adam, you're kind of a different headspace for that. And I liked the comedian a lot. And I watched this and I'm going, okay, well, here we go. I don't think Frank's theory is correct that Jordan Peele was doing that last episode, Blurry Man, to, to tell the audience... We're doing real sci-fi from here. I don't think that's what it was. I think they're just doing a season now, and he goes, okay, we got a lot of shit for doing our left-wing Twitter Zone show. Let's go ahead and actually just make episodes. So, it's, I mean, you're splitting hairs there at, at some point, but I, I, I like this first first episode. It gave me hope for the future ones. Thoughts? Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Um <clears throat> I forgot what you said. Go ahead, Jason. <laughs> um, my thoughts are, yeah, it gives me hope too. I, I thought it was, I thought it was a good opening. Um, I thought the story held up well, and it left you guessing, and it does everything that you want a Twilight episode to do. Um, so I, I thought it was solid. I thought they they finally figured out, or they're finally starting to figure out the, you know, the mixture, the combination that it takes to make these episodes effective like it, it should invoke critical thinking but it shouldn't um hurt your brain and it shouldn't always talk politically but maybe sometimes there's something to be said so i, I thought it did a good balance of all those things uh, to start off the bat are you talking about season one no season two about this one oh, okay all right sorry pay attention maybe no 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 because <laughs> no, like, that's cool because, because what he said it was very season one-ish kind of a thing to say that's all did you did you hit your head when you fell or you good no, my my key, yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, I hit my head a long time ago, Jensen. Fair enough. Yeah, football. You know what I mean? Yep, yep, yep. yep. I, I guess Adam, how do you feel about yeah, the episode? Yeah, well, I I want to preface it by saying I love Jimmy Simpson to death. I yeah. do. I, I I I'm a huge fan of him. I'm angry that he isn't in more stuff because he he can really bring it. I've seen a lot of shows. Some of them failed shows like Breakout Kings. I, I loved the hell out of that show, and then it was canceled. Um, he was a star in that as well. But my problem with this episode was I did not like either one of these characters. They just, they like, especially Jimmy Simpson, he's an asshole in this one. At least I, he came off to me as quite, quite the asshole. I mean, he's like rude to his date, bored with everything, just d- does not have any kind of grasp on reality and i'm like why should i give a shit about this guy as the show unfolds i realize why he's easily preyed upon okay yeah. somebody has just read him like a book and has preyed upon him but still i don't have anybody that i can latch onto and feel sorry for when shit goes south and i predicted it about halfway through and i'm like well there it is yeah and i i, I hate it when i when i predict that shit because it's like i want to be surprised i want to be you know i want to feel something I didn't feel like you guys did. I didn't think it was terrible, but I didn't enjoy it. And I was a little annoyed by the constant re- repetition of the uh, the song over and over again. And then that fucking song was stuck in my head for like a day after that, too. So a thanks, Twilight Zone. It was... Lady in it was Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons was the one that stuck in my head. So, oh, okay. Um, yeah, that, that one. Adam, I know what you mean. I don't I don't hold me predicting the episode against the episode. I don't hold that against the actual show I just watched. It's, uh, I mean, because they can only do so much. At some point, when you're watching Twilight Zone, you're expecting a twist. 
you're ahead of it and you're thinking, what are they going to do to fuck with me here? So it's by nature of the show being a surprise, you're expecting a surprise. So you're thinking of what that could be. So that's kind of on the, on the watcher at that point, at some point, but I don't hold the episode against that. This one, I wasn't blown away by the ending, but I still liked it. And I like where it went. I like how fucked he is at the end. (laughs) And like you said, you, he is an asshole in the beginning. And I think that's their attempt in this new season. I think it's the first episode I can name in this entire 2019 Jordan Peele version where it feels like old Twilight Zone where the guy's a dick and he gets fucked over for being a dick. Telly Savalas. <laughs> yeah, he's a total asshole that, that date. And he's like, your hair's different. And she's like, yeah, I straightened. It's called a, a straightening iron, motherfucker. What do you want? <laughs> and he's a like... For a sex meeting site, you know, you want to yeah. fuck after this dinner. I mean, of course, I'm going to bring my best face forward. To the I'm pic- looking at Jimmy Simpson. I'm like, you know what, dude? You're, you're lucky she hasn't walked out on you yet. You know, I mean, this is, this is a keeper here. You know, like, I... I I thought she was nice, you know. It's <laughs> yeah. like give the girl a chance, you know. She and it's fucker. not exactly like he's got a lot going for him. He doesn't. I mean, yeah, not that attractive. He's got a he's really a nice fantastic apartment. Fantastic actor, but he doesn't. He's not a Brad Pitt. Let's just put it that way. Have you noticed this season? Not to jump ahead, and sorry to cut you off, Frank. But have you Me noticed too. this season takes place entirely in that that uh, set? His apartment is the same apartment from Ovation, or not Ovation? Uh, uh, before that. The Who of You. And then later they show that set like seven times. It's the same set in Blurry Man. You can tell it's the exact same set. And they keep right. fucking showing it. And I'm like, this is giving me... that's the, It's well, the most accurate depiction of yeah. Twilight Zone of reuse of sets that I can name. Yeah, I like it. And he's in the scene for his intro. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Especially watching season four and five. Oh, God. It's the same. It's the same set from the comedian. Yeah, yeah. He has true. the same fucking yeah. apartment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's uh, it's oh, it is blurry man, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. blurry man. The comedian. Yeah. It's the same set, just rearranged. There's so many things I hate about <laughs> blurry man, but but I think that the biggest offense is it it lifting its skirt up and showing the audience exactly how fucking shallow the show is. When you haven't even landed yet, you know what I mean. Like, what, what, what pisses me, what pisses me off the most about Blurry Man is I was like, "You're conscious of this? Yeah, you're doing this on purpose." I'm like, "I just you are doing this on purpose." Yeah, I'm like, "You know this shit." Yeah, it's like you. It's like how do you like? I know Peel's not stupid, you know. He's and not. He's gonna do, if he's going to do a TZ, you know, reboot or whatever they call him anymore, um, you know, reboot of the reboot of the reboot of the reboot of the reboot. Um, so that's like a like a quad boot, right? If if he was a horse with boots on, it'd be the show, right? Because four boots. Anyway, uh, <laughs> hold on, silence. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm guys, there, bud. Let's let him sit there. Yeah, I can't believe I went that far. Um, the point being, is, <laughs> okay, we're good. My point being is, is like, like. You know, and like throughout the season, I'm like, he's not this bad of a writer. I mean, he's doing, he's got to be doing this shit on purpose. You know, and then you were, you were grasping at straws to find some sort of meaning. And I'm going, their, their meaning is we're woke. And here we are. Don't, please don't ever use that word again. That's what, no, that's their word. (laughs) They use it in the fucking episodes. They use it in the episode, in the blurry man. 
I've just heard too many flat earthers use that goddamn word. I, I, I hate it too. Well, I yeah, obviously yeah. I'm not a flat earther, You're but people. Frank, you don't think the earth is flat? I mean, I know it's flat, but I don't you think it's round? Let me, send you some, let me send you some documentation, dude. No, I don't need. Uh, yeah. I, I, mean, I, I, I podcast with a debunker of flat Earth. I don't need to. I got an <laughs> uncle that lives in a shack. Let me send you some of his manifesto. We'll get you. We'll get you. We'll get you informed and woke. Come on, sheeple. Come on, read that. You know, the moon landings were fake because you know um, gravity and and all that stuff. Yeah. But part of what I liked about the episode is it's one of the the only episode so far that made me think about it afterward. Because while I'm watching it in real real time, I'm going, okay, she found this guy. They started talking. You know, they started talking, and then uh, she she tricked him into this. And then I started thinking way after I watched it, like two days later, I'm like, no, it wasn't a coincidence. She found this guy planning ahead of time that he's going to kill her husband. And I'm like, oh, that is awesome. And the more I thought about it, the more I liked it. And then I rewatched it today, and I'm like, it flew by this time because, you know, second time around is always quicker. But I'm sitting there going, like, she's so manipulative. It's crazy. And I, I really enjoyed that part of it. It wasn't just a coincidence that they talked. She purposely found this guy. I thought, I thought at first they did have this connection. They both somehow, somehow have a superpower all of a sudden. But watching it or thinking about it two days later, I'm like, no, no, she had the superpower. He's just a guy sitting there on a date, and she's fucking like raped his mind. And that's really what the story is. He has. She's no- basically Professor X. Yeah, he has nothing to do with this at all. He's just a pawn in her game, and that's what I like about it. It made me think about it after, which is the only one so far. Interesting that like, with all this power that she has, she chooses to do it this way. You yeah. Know what I mean. If you have all that power and you're stuck in a situation that's that bad, I'm sure you can come up with a simpler way to get out of that situation. I mean, then again, we don't have a Twilight Zone episode, but still, that's, that that piece of it makes it unplausible for me. But again, it's fucking Twilight Zone. It's, it's an interesting problem. angle too. I was thinking maybe it would have been a little bit better for me had it not been held down by the constraints of being, you know, 45 minutes or under an hour, because I, I felt like the the relationship was just really rushed through, you know, to, to get to the, you know, it, it had, I had a hard time connecting with either one of these people, which is really? why I had a hard time getting into it. Yeah. That's I what I'd like say they spend the most time on is building yeah, like, the relationship. I was really connected with both. Man. Yeah. This, this episode flew by for me, man. I mean, like, I think the I relationship he, was the best part. I mean, I thought it was well done in how he's walking around, like thinking it, but he's acting like he's saying it, but he's not. And it was really hard to record because normally I wait for their. You can you can tell when somebody's about to talk when they act. You know what I mean. So it gives you kind of a cue to start hitting record. And I didn't have any of that, so it was a bit fucked up. But uh, I, you know, I did my best, uh, <laughs> as you heard from the intro there, because that intro was like six minutes, seven minutes long. You know, before people... it was six minutes, seven minutes, as you said earlier. <laughs> yeah, I went seven minutes. Or the, s- seven minutes I went because I have a cigarette. So, no, you so. went sick. Seven minutes. Seven, seven, whatever. So, <laughs> okay. So, and, you know, My so, brain hurts. <laughs> Sorry. We so lost Jansen. <laughs> <laughs> My point being is, is um, I liked it. I don't know. It just it worked. 
because and I love that there's a twist at the end. Finally, Chance. he figured out the goddamn. You know, Twilight Zone is all about the twist at the end that you're not expecting. I didn't expect it. I thought the man was just nuts, but then I'm like, that's just how did he find her then? Like, is this too much? Like, it didn't make any sense to me. But my God, was he just so quick to murder? Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. I would have liked it better if he actually was nuts. Oh, he's nuts. <laughs> no, he's not. That's the problem. He's. It, it's the thing is, is I predicted it. It played out the way it was. But then when he's like, "Oh, it was all in my head," I'm like, "Ah!" But then no nope. nuts though. Define... And I was like, "God damn it!" Maybe he wasn't nuts before she got in his head. He's nuts now. This is yep, what I like about it: is she's so manipulative. She thought ahead enough to Jansen go. Oh, sorry. Let wonderland. me pause that. Um, that was about Jansen. How he's not paying attention. <laughs> let me get something out of your cock. Let me just say, um, she's a woman. Yeah, she she thought enough ahead of time to to <laughs> find this guy and go. This guy's lonely and pathetic. All right, I'm gonna use him to kill my husband. And she set it up in a way where not only would she fall in love with him, and we have our first TZ masturbation scene in history. Yeah, that was that was awful. <laughs> they cut away. They cut away. You don't see anything. God, take it off. Yeah. through that. Yeah, it was like plus ten. Oh, I slowed down. I went half speed. Uh, but I. So he masturbates to her, um, uh, to Gilligan's Island, and then he. He starts. The next morning, she's like, "I can't believe we have to. I have to go away. It's too dangerous." And she. So she's like manipulating him in a manner where she's like, she knows if I if I push him away, he'll grow more desperate. It's like when you let out the line a little bit in your fishing reel. Let it's it catch, and then you, you got to let it catch itself so it digs itself deeper. Almost in its like teeth. she might have done it before. Like she's got practice with this kind of shit. Maybe, she's yeah. Tried a few times. That's what I love about it is there's a whole twilight an episode to the side here that we never see, and those are always my favorite episodes where this little girl's raised in mute style, Frank, in the in the terrible episode Mute, where yep. she can communicate through thinking stuff, but we don't see that. I love the fact that you can make your own history over here. So there's this little girl who can speak to people through their heads and she, you know, she's fucking people like, like you said, Adam, she's done this before and we don't see that. That's what I like about it. And then she like knows if I, if I let out a little bit of line here, he'll, he'll get desperate and angry and she calls her a bitch and he's like, oh, I'm sorry, never mind. And then she finally is like, it's so good to hear from you. Like, she's like, oh, what's me? What's me? And she sweeps him up, and she, she, she like, does it really quick. So he's like, yeah, let's do it. She gets him desperate, and he's willing to do anything. That's why when he shows up at her house, he doesn't know it's her house. And she, he just kills the first fucking guy because he's like, I'm going to meet this girl that I love. Yeah, let's, and he kills her. Can, and it's, can I play that part? Because it was kind of funny how he did Yeah, absolutely. It. But that's what I love about the episode is all the off-camera stuff that you have to think about if you, if you do think about it. Frank's going to take several minutes to go. There we go. They're looking at it. Can I help you with something, pal? You can, pal. No. You hiding anything back there? What are you talking about? Yeah, was there a woman? Was there a woman in this <laughs> area tonight? What the hell are you doing on my porch in the middle of the night? How about you just answer my question, asshole? You get the hell out of here. Why does he have a Brooklyn accent? Call the cops. Call them. Annie, did the man who took you have a beard? Yes, yes he did, and... 
Tell me where she is as I as I'm back. Swear to me. <laughs> Can we stop playing the clip? Is this just him bashing the head in, right? Yeah, it's just like like how do you ask somebody a question as you're bashing their <laughs> Like where is she? You don't start with the victim's head. Tell you. me. That was the best part of the episode. I was thinking, Jimmy Simpson, if this is the first time you killed somebody, you killed the fuck out of this guy. You bash his head into like just fucking puree but man. i like to did the it fucking in, spray is going yeah <laughs> he did it in three <laughs> segments first one was just punching him and he's like with his bare hands and he's and like, like are you still there dude. she's like yeah are you here he's like motherfucker and she's he's like are you still here she's like yeah he goes oh the big fucking statue do you suppose he beat that guy to death with the same hand that he used to masturbate to the voices in his head of course he did he's deep thoughts is he a switch hitter or is he right-handed he seemed right-handed yeah. yeah, I mean, I can't switch hit. The stranger never comes around. I'm a switch and hitter. Are you? Good I'm a, for you, buddy. I'm ambidextrous. It comes in handy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, did, did it take years of practice, or did you always be able to do that? Always. I mean, I started off like six years old, like being able to jerk wow. double-handed. Jansen yes. is checked out. His <laughs> mic was oh, off. Lord, yeah. And that was the last time we ever saw Jansen. <laughs> yeah, but... I like that, and then he like beats the head in with the statue. But that's that's what I like about this. Ep- I really do like this episode. I thought it was a solid start to the season. It's um, I like I like Jimmy Simpson. I like uh, Gillian Jacobs. I like uh, I like that. Even though I knew where it was going, I still was enjoy uh, along for the ride. I still enjoyed it. It it. <laughs> Well, after seeing season one, I can see why you enjoyed it. Like, well, this is way better than anything. Yeah, else was on the first season. My it's only still, problem. It's still one and two, though, so I'm uh, still a bit skeptical. But I'm, 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 I'm optimistically skeptical. It'll fall apart shortly. But let me just say, my Neil needs to go on a diet. By the way, okay. My my uh, my problem with season two. And season one is this. And let me just say, every episode looks the same. They have the same blue cobalt silver look. And the camera's all over here and it's way too close. It worked in this episode, but in the, I noticed in the future ones, like in episode two, it says the same thing. And I'm like, this doesn't warrant this. You know what, Phoenix? Have you noticed that all new TV shows kind of look that way? What color is cobalt? Like a dark blue, like a weird... Yes. Like a, bl- a dark blue hue to it. Yeah, not not a navy blue, but like halfway there. But it's just it's too blue and silver. And Th- think of Terminator Two. The entire movie is set through that that blue filter. But like every single episode in season one and so far in really? season two looks the fucking same. Most of it. And I think if if you go back in nineteen fifties, nineteen sixties, Twilight Zone. It has different directors, and every episode kind of has its own feel. I mean, a lot of them are flat and wide, but... It's representative of the director, yeah. It should be representative of the episode, the story in the episode. Yeah, the writing is the glue that binds these episodes together, whether good or bad. And that's that's Twilight Zone's strength, or at least it was. 
Jansen, have you noticed that? You watched the whole – no, how many episodes did you watch I've so far? I watched the first two episodes. Okay. I, I didn't watch past it yet. You watched season one, say, though. I think it's interesting because they offer on the site, they offer the black and white version of each episode, too. So I'm wondering if, if watching yeah. it – Yeah. The I'm first season, yeah, you, you can pick either one on CBS. They do. They do. They've done it for season two yet, but no. I, I think it would be interesting to watch and see if you get a different feeling based off of that because I just think there's something to be said about – the black and white, um, you know, look to these episodes, especially the old ones, obviously, um, and and what they add to the story. Right? There's a little bit more mystery involved with it, and you can't really make out everything. I have a question, Jansen. When you watch the original on like our 4K TVs, I don't know if you have a Blu-rays or whatever, but do you dumb down the the the, the standard def and everything to make it look like? I don't fuck with anything. I mean, I no. typically I'm just watching it on Netflix. On a you know a thirty-two inch TV in my bedroom, and that's whatever. Just, oh, why are you torturing yourself like that, buddy? I'm well, old enough to have seen these on a nineteen-inch tube TV. I don't, I don't really need to carry yeah. a sixty-five inch to still watch a four by three standard definition. Uh, <laughs> it's I not standard definition though. It's it's two years. I mean, it's I remastered to four K. <laughs> it's remastered. It's not actually four by three like standard definition now. I know. I was just it still saying. has it no. Still I'm has talking the Jansen. It does. On, it's on four that. by three, but it's not standard definition now. It's it's Blu-ray. Like they have that, which is like what two K, almost. Yeah, but it wasn't shot for for. No, Blu-ray. it's thirty-five yeah. millimeter, which is like eight K. You're eight like, K. Like, like I have, <laughs> like with, like with the Blu-rays, like not with the DVDs or anything or Netflix, or anything, but with the Blu-rays, I gotta dumb down the the definition. I don't because why have Blu-rays then? So I think there's a difference the though, between between resolution and 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 having the uh, I think it's like active resolution or something like that that makes it look like a little bit too hyper realistic. The King Kong like aspect like, where like it's in the room fake when when it should be kind of grainy a little bit. So I, I turn those. I know what you're talking off. about. Yeah, I forgot what they call that shit too. I, I turn oh, those settings off for everything active. I watch. I hate that shit. Oh. So. I agree with you, and every time I go into someone else's house, I'm like, let me fix your TV for you. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you realize kids, that everything you watch looks like a soap opera? Isn't that awesome. weird? <laughs> there's there's a specific reason the director and, and the editors of these movies and TV shows decided to attach a film grain to these movies that were not shot on film. you got to yeah. recognize that, right? There There is no film grain to be had anymore. But, yeah, that in but so, it's Grindhouse. Grindhouse changed everything. But as far as Twilight Zone goes, it was aired in, in standard definition, you know, four by three, black and white. But it was shot on 35 millimeter film, which has a resolution of like 6K. If you were to, if they could have aired it at that time in 6K, it would look like 6K. They just I, couldn't do it. It's so, possible I just didn't pay enough attention to really notice if yeah. it was that. So whenever they come up with 8K resolution, which is going to happen within a couple of years here probably, it's you're going to be it's going to be lower than that. So that's when you start to notice it falling apart, I guess. But as of now, it, it 35 millimeter film is incredibly accurate. Like it has a lot of detail they just couldn't show back then, but now they can start to show that. So that's why you yeah. see old movies in in 4K and they look great. Because that's yeah. the film. Yeah. But no, to answer your question, I, I don't, I don't fuck with it. I don't. I just play it or whatever it is and just enjoy it. How yeah. it is. I don't change it either, Frank. That's weird. Don't do that. 
No, I change it because I enjoy the graininess of it. You can buy the, the VHS copies. <laughs> if you want to have, you know, six truck fulls of VHS. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's almost the quality I wanted. <laughs> I don't agree with that, but well, I know what you're saying. For personal preference. That's all. Is, no, is, that's a, is a person that grew up with videotapes, I am the first one to say I don't fucking miss videotapes. Yeah. I, I, I respect the DVD age. I'm not it's, going back to tapes ever. No, period. I'm never. It's a, done. Personal, it's a personal preference thing. Yeah. You know, it's like it's wrong it's like listening to vinyl vinyl records. <laughs> if, if you prefer that, and you you feel that you get a a, a more you know, just on the original. That's all. You know, a better sound out I, of it or whatever. See, that's where I don't oh. agree. Is because music in in that doesn't equate because it, because of compression, it doesn't equate. Well, we're getting we're getting off on a tangent you're right let's meet in the middle hold on jansen let's meet in the middle let's meet in the middle wink wink on this this debate yeah there's no middle ground okay (laughs) callbacks and such um because i'm colorblind and i am for compromise (laughs) (laughs) go fuck your compromise i can't tell the difference between purple or pink don't say (laughs) <laughs> so i'm getting a lot of uh, feedback on uh, periscope right now yeah how the fuck do you see that by the way i can't even get to it restream go to go to periscope open periscope app on your phone I love periscope. Uh, yep. periscope periscope is a good and then look up uh try to sort through all the porn because that, that location that i have yeah on a second and okay. lawtz review i'm sorry all right all right Let just okay. want to say, Phoenix. You know, hurrah and kudos on your on your um on your uh, uh, oh, March Madness ish style of TZ. I'm glad you brought that up. You know, because I you, do want to bring that up, dude. You did a great job. I just want to say. I want to say it enough. took me way more work than people probably realize because it was 156 episodes boiled down. So it started off as three different brackets. Um. And then it boiled, like I, you know, at the end I created one bracket, which was like three brackets whittled down the one. I had to re- reseed them and blah, blah, blah. But we're down the, we're down the, the two episodes, a stop at Willoughby or Obsolete Man. And with, in the end of which the winner, we're going to do a Redux episode, the four of us. We're going to watch that episode and, and talk about it after. Please let it be obsolete. It, are they still losing? It's obsolete is down by like a percent point and that's it. What is wrong with you? It's people? like Will so, that's why I say go share the episode and say please vote for Obsolete Man. Well, what we should do is we should like you know post the Willoughby and Obsolete Man hey. episode up before they you know end the voting so they can listen to the podcast we did. Jansen, quick check. Do you see my message yeah. right there? Okay, good. Which wait, wait what? No, which I just I just said welcome in in Periscope. Does it show up? Oh yeah, yeah. I saw okay. that. I just want to make sure. Did you see my message? Yeah, that's why that's why I asked you. Okay. I just um, want to make sure you saw mine. But Periscope has the most messages right now over anything. So Yeah, no, I was I was seeing that. That's why I was trying to figure um, out how to actually watch it because you know it's yeah, not like, two thousand three and I don't use Periscope anymore. Your yeah. guy's three minute test like an hour later had like two hundred views. I'm like, wow. What did like it was uh last Friday. Adams? No, it was you and Jansen. Oh, our test. 
Yeah, hey, we're just fucking around. Yeah, the Periscope has been good to us. Uh, I just checked it today. Well, it's been fairly, fairly good. Isn't Periscope and Twitter like one? Of yeah, the same? Periscope is Twitter's live streaming. So mm-hmm. this I mean, right now is going to live to our Twitter feed, which is LAWTZ Review. And we have a lot of new listeners that we do. You know, that's that's why I think this episode we're doing right now is important. So let's let's actually discuss the episode. Like yeah. like. It's, Let's take this serious for once. Yeah. Let's for once, let's focus <laughs> on the actual episode. Let's so, ease them into the I mean, it's really the, simple. Yeah. And that's why I think Adam didn't like it, is it's a really simple episode. She talks to him, he talks to her. Eventually she convinces them to go meet in person. They do. He kills her husband because she think he thinks she's been kidnapped by this guy, because that's the way she set it up. He kills said guy. He goes to jail. In the back of the cruiser, he's like, maybe I'm crazy. And Adam, I do agree. I was kind of like, oh, I hope he's just crazy. But I also knew how it would end, just based in my heart, you know? I'm like, they're not going to let it end this way. Because <laughs> I was kind of like getting that little reveal, like when he's beating his face into fucking puree, you know, I was like, he kind of likes this. Like, he's enjoying himself. Like, for his first kill, for his bare fucking hands, you know, like... He was like, screw, screw the hands. Where's something really hard? All right. You know, most of the time, these episodes, they always grab like an ashtray or a fucking, you know, bowling pin or something. You know, no, it's bare hands. He just, Are you I thinking of a, there will be blood? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I think that's probably a decision that was thought about, though, too. I mean, it's it's probably on purpose that he's doing it with his bare hands to show yeah. like how much he wants this, right? Yeah. How yeah. invested he is. is it, it's, it's the message. Yeah. It's right. he, he's willing to kill with his bare hands for somebody he's never met over this phantom connection. Well, he didn't kill out. with his bare hands though. In his head there, they have the closest connection he's ever had with. Yeah. He didn't kill with his bare hands. He killed with the statue, but I know what you're saying. And I also agree. I, Hey, Jansen, speaking about what we're talking about with like the black and white copies on CBS All Access, I wish they would do a here's this ending, like clue style. Like, here's the version where he is crazy, and that's what he that's what the ending is. And you see him go that would be so much fun for the audience. Because that would give yeah, us so much more to talk about. Adam, I completely well, agree yeah, with you. Yeah, Black Mirror's done that shit too. Yeah, you Bandersnatch know. on Netflix. Don't watch it. But pound it. Pound it. Black Mirror, baby. Boom. There you go. <laughs> Black Mirror. Um, but the I White I would like Christmas some sort Day. of something, some sort of interactive something. The black and white thing's cool. And Frank and I, you and I bitched about how this should be in black and white in episode two, I believe. I with do, uh yes. with Scott on the show with us. We're like, this should be black and white. The fact that they aren't isn't offensive, but It'd be cool if they did, and 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 they released it since then in the in the black and white. Yeah, and I I would say I, I'm gonna go back and yeah. watch season one, just the black and white version. I want to see, you know, if if watching it with through the through that lens makes any difference. I know there's still episodes that are garbage, but I want to see if that's like, <laughs> just what I was thinking. I was like, Godspeed, I, I, homie! I, gotta, I can't go with so, you on this journey. I, I gotta know. I mean, I, there's certain episodes I know that are just still gonna be trash, like. The Wonder Kid Skip. and oh yeah. god, oh. Not all, not all Skip those. <laughs> what, black and white is not going to help you ignore that bullshit. 
Ugh. No, but it, it might it might make me enjoy the ones I love. A traveler, more, you know what I mean? In black and white, it would enhance. Wait, what? A traveler in black and white, it would definitely enhance because the episode so. is like, eh. But in black and white, it it gives you that like it it gives a almost like not creepier but like a more of an innocent vibe. That retro sci-fi vibe where yeah. it's just, just just creepy enough. And that episode like, is very innocent by itself. So if you give that innocent vibe to an innocent episode, you're kind of like it gives a little bit more credence to creep. You look creepy. And that episode had nothing behind it. I, I feel like the epi- other episodes it would work the best for is um, Six Degrees of Freedom. And, yeah, um, I like that Blue, one. Blue Scorpion. I, I think Blue Scorpion really a lot because of how dark that the tones of that episode are already. I think it's just going to add That was to the it. best episode of the first season for sure. <laughs> that episode worked because I thought it was going to be about gun control. Don't leave me hanging. Oh, but, in, but instead it was about responsible gun control <laughs> which is kind of the idea but it wasn't like anti-gun it was right. guns it work was just, if you need it like i said it was just enough of that politic bullshit that you noticed it, it but it wasn't over the top like um replay or Die! wonderkin it yeah, was it was the, it was the pacing too it kept me like really engaged like like between the mm. acting and just the way everything Plot along. I felt like I was watching a movie. I yeah. forgot I was watching Twilight Zone when I was watching Blue Sky. It looked good. I'm like, that, that this is great. They shoot it in the same style as the rest of the episodes, but it worked for that one. The way I described 2019 Twilight Zone was this. Here's old Twilight Zone. Uh, story. Message in there. You know? You got a little message in that story. And the new one was like, here's your message. Oh, some story like loosely in there. Just some story to hang the message on, which is the it was, problem with a lot of flipped. CBS All Access shows. It was flipped. Oh, yeah. That's You're not even the... Go, Frank. Sorry. No, I just wanted to record Adam talking. Okay. But CBS, the other two shows they do, which we like, is, is Star Trek, which is violence and action over thoughtful, provoking storylines. Yeah, and that's the opposite of the Twilight Zone, actually. It's actually on the other end of the spectrum. The new Twilight Zone is like complete opposite, where it's like no violence, because if you do violence, shame on you, know, shame on you, fuck you. And and adhere to this political agenda. And you're like, what the fuck am I watching? There is definitely, it feels like there's a community checklist, like what you're talking about, of things yeah. that they refuse to do in this episode. But it's okay to have blood spray. And people can say fuck a lot, but anything else is not allowed. She says, like, lick my pussy in the first episode of the first season. And you're like, okay, we're fucking here. That's what the first This two is ep- your dad's fucking Twilight Zone motherfuckers. Welcome to CBS All Access. Whoa. We're edgy now, just like HBO was 30 years ago. <laughs> when I heard pussy on Twilight Zone, Frank and I talked about this in that, that episode. I went, oh, no. <laughs> I I mean I talk like that in real life, but I don't want to watch the Twilight Zone. Do you don't that. want that in your Twilight Zone. It's like you don't go naked to church. You know what I mean? You just certain you gotta, things you don't do. Well, I was going to throw it in there. Naked. Go ahead. No, I just said if I was ever going to go, I'd be naked. <laughs> yeah, well, I was, was going to say I would walk got... in with clothes, but they'd all go. <laughs> <laughs> and they. I was going to fireball. <laughs> 
was gonna say you got to throw it in there too like you look at cbs and their track record for like the past 10 years and you got to imagine that you know whatever comes out of there isn't gonna be the best it's hard they have (laughs) misfired so many tv shows within the past decade that it's not even funny so when when your top shows are like late night news um in cis like that's a problem you know what it is too jansen it's it's it feels like it's talking down to its audience you you know why why john hughes movies were always so popular breakfast club and and you know pretty in pink and all that he 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 was the the demographic was teenagers but he didn't Mm -hmm. talk down to teenagers he didn't feel like he had to bring it down to their level so that they can understand yes now, you but, just make something good but they were like millionaire teenagers he just never commented on it oh i mean yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, you get what i mean it, it's, it's 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 you can feel the cynicism you're from it. chicago area how much would the McAllister household cost in chicago both of those parents would have to be doctors or lawyers. Their house sure. is in like fifty-seven <laughs> bedrooms. And you're like, how the fuck are they living yeah. there? Yeah, here in Jersey, that thing would be four mil easy with no yeah. land. You, you you'd buy it and turn it into a fucking hotel is what you'd do. Yeah, or or you would you know just make it into five. Like like the McAllister house should have a staff of about forty people serving breakfast and making beds. You know, and you know they maybe concrete the statue into the driveway. I love how the fact that they have this giant mansion house in like Peoria, Chicago, like outside of Chicago, and Ooh. um, Ooh, he has to sleep in the floor. fucking attic. <laughs> like, you have that many bedrooms and he still has to sleep in the fucking attic. Yeah, with the guy, with the kid that pees the bed. Yeah. yeah. And but you some- you you can date sci-fi though by by its dialogue, and that that's part of my major problem with all the CBS Access shows is it feels like Twitter speak. All of the dialogue yes. is written by Picard. They, they they sound like tweets, especially Picard. Picard oh, is the is the most notorious version of that, where it's like she goes, "Go fuck yourself, you fucking cunt," and you're like, "Good God, this is Star Trek. What are you doing?" Yeah, Star Trek was supposed to be the you know the smart man sci-fi like you know hard yeah. sci-fi-ish meets. It's not hard sci-fi. There, there's an old saying that says "Don't shit where you eat," and CBS hasn't figured that out yet. They just they don't they don't get it. They I'm, have. I'm no calling clue. Jack Benny's cat from from Twitter on here. Where the fuck are you, man? Are you Cali? Are you Cali on here? <laughs> there's a guy who comments all the time on Twitter stuff, and I'm trying to make sure he gets in here just fine, but. Sorry, he's a good dude. You know, he is. I, he... I do enjoy his um, back and forth. You know, <laughs> I said, "Hey, boo," but I think that's <laughs> him. But um... Phoenix could be a little bit less—I uh, don't know—confrontational with <laughs> your replies. But I don't care. I'm not confrontational with with people who aren't you. So <laughs> back the fuck off. <laughs> Hold on, I have a, I have just a thing for this. Oh, oh no. Dear. Don't please don't pay, pull up. I was having fun with a British guy. <laughs> British guy. Yeah, I met a British guy. We had fun. What the you fuck know? did you do with a British guy? Did you, you suck called f- me out on it? You jerk off. Did you suck and fuck and not tell me about it? Poppy cock. No, I was. I was Poppy cock. <laughs> no, he said something. You know, of course, you know, 
because everything, you know, uh, he said something, you know, about Americans and how the British can do something better than Americans, like, Speak. you know, talk. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, you know, and I was like, you know, I don't know what that uh, means, but if I did, sir, I might be offended. I was just joking around with him. I remember that. It was a while ago. Yeah. And then and then I went on my way off topic account and I said, oh, what, <laughs> what are you going to say to that, Frenchie? Right. Because he's British. Yeah. Joke, yeah, I remember so that. Then I, and then I was like, uh, "It's working just as well now as it did back two years ago." This was last week, so you know, yeah, I did. I did all this two last years. week. What are you talking about? Yeah, shut up. So <laughs> I'm telling you, I did this last week. I, I can show you the timestamp. You can be quiet now. Okay. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but my point being is, is uh, you know, so then I was like, uh, you, you know, you know, the, the dude's British, man, and then. Uh, and then I went back to way off topic and I said, I'll, oh, I'll see myself out then. And that was it. I was just laughing about it. You know, I wanted to see if the guy would read my bio and realize that I was talking to myself. <laughs> like making fun of him, but talking to myself and then arguing with myself about why you're making fun of him. Hold on. Just to, Hold on. Just yeah, Shut I wasn't up, mean Frank. to him. Nobody cares about planes, like, World War II, submarines, animals boats or whatever else you're rambling on about there we go you weren't talking about boats or anything but you get the idea <laughs> boats and hose. Whatever else you're talking about category do you want me to play it again while you're not talking over it here you yeah. go shut up frank nobody cares about planes world war ii submarines animals boats or whatever else you're rambling on about there you go did okay so when did you type that up Ladies and gentlemen, about four days ago. I figured as much. Yeah, <laughs> I had a lot of time on my hands. I I, I decked out, ironically, my stream deck. Yeah, and so you have a lot of time on your hands. <laughs> you and your, I'm about to have a child. Yeah, Ooh. I know. Oh, and it's official now. I can finally say it's official because we're three months pregnant now. So hey, it is official. You're almost out of the first trimester. Well, that's the whole, you know that's the whole you know you don't say anything until you know, you get past that. You, know. you told me when you came in her like the doctor was like, "There's your know, baby I goo." Have to do that for a year. What Shut are you talking up. about? Yeah, I didn't. I, I, I got figured to... it. Figured it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, figuratively with with thank God, thank goodness for Google Incognito, so she doesn't know what I watched to get to to get her pregnant with. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she has an idea. I I did show her. She she wasn't happy. <laughs> she was like, "You watch that." Oh god. Was she rethinking her choices of who she's going to have children with? It's been 20 years. Eight, dude. 18 she, years she, of that. A lot of things. For a lot of <laughs> yeah. Two hours late. Tell. <laughs> anyway, I came in a cup, and now she's preggers. <laughs> now, honestly, Frank, I'm proud. I'm glad you're. I'm glad she's all pregged up. Um, she's Thank funny. You. I, 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 before you got back on, I said I wish Missy could join us instead of you, but here you are. Sorry, I mean, I mean, um, let's meet in the middle on the subject and let's you talk about <laughs> contribute. What? She never watches TV, so she wouldn't have anything to contribute. Here's a question, guys. Um, do you show your significant others? This might not apply to everybody. But do you show your significant others the Twilight Zone? Yeah. 
yeah, Kelly and I watched these these two episodes together. She's watched a few of the old ones too. She doesn't really care for it. She's you know, uh, it's a little dull to her, but she doesn't understand. Did you say dull or adult? Dull. Okay, that's far less condescending. Okay, <laughs> like, it's a little no, adult for her. She's very smart. She's she's the only person in this household with a college education. But okay, no, it's definitely not that. Missy will only watch it during the marathons because she knows that I only watch it, but she watches it, you know, just the same. So she she does get into a few. I I I have noticed. She won't admit to it, but I'm I'm kind of in the same camp as you, Frank. I show I show Matala some of them. She likes what she watches, or she hates it. She she's like on the same plane as I am. She liked this episode. She liked the next one a little less. After that, it kind of falls apart. Th- episode three, though, let me just say, we're not talking about spoilers for season three or, se- or okay. season two. Episode three is my favorite episode of the of the season. Thank we finally agree on one because that's my favorite of the season. It's so good. <laughs> episode three was fucking great. It's my favorite of the entire new series. It yeah. is so good. Yeah. Gives me hope. Yeah. yeah. Guys on the bottom row have not watched se- uh, episode three, The Who of You. It has... Ethan Embry, who I have a severe man crush for, would definitely stick some things in my body inside him. It has a sci-fi what? plot that you believe and is unexpected to the character as well. And then the story continues and you believe it the whole way through. Yes, uh, episode three, I can't wait till we actually talk about it. Yeah, you guys, that's a true Twilight Zone episode for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> are 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 we doing two or three? And two? Next week. Next week. Next week. Yeah. No, I'm saying, are we doing three and four next week? Yeah, yeah. three and four next week. I I posted a schedule on Twitter. Um, if you guys want to look to, into that, I have a a schedule for our next I don't know eight weeks or something crazy. And because I'm not scrolling. Well, I can read it right now if you want. Since we're we're, we're gearing toward the, we haven't really gone into depth in this episode yet, but you know what. I have I have very for a very long time envied your your dedication to, you know, things. Okay, is that a compliment? I believe it is. Let's talk about the schedule. So today, meet in the middle downtime next week seven seven. The who oh, of you? The who of you and ovation seven fourteen among the untrodden and eight. 721, a human face in a small town. 728, try, try, and you might also like. 84 is season two wrap up episode. Wrap up episode. And the Redux winner of the original series. I've been posting, going back to what Frank was talking about, I've been doing a lot of polls on the, on the Twilight Zone, uh, LAW Twilight Zone review page, which uh, this man in our Periscope chat has been a huge part of. And. I'm narrowing it down to one episode of the original series that we're going to talk about. So we'll do that then. And um, it's between the Stop at Willoughby or Obsolete Man. Obsolete Man's losing, even though it's my second favorite episode. I can't fucking stress enough. Go vote for Obsolete Man on there. Willoughby doesn't even make my top 20. It doesn't make my top 50. I don't know what the heck's going on. Like... Thank you God you swore. Maybe it's just your audience fucking with you because people no. do that to me all the time. No. We, we're not on YouTube. We are, but we aren't. Sorry, I, people try to no, connive me no. into watching Black Christmas again. I tell so you, Adam, YouTube are the worst people. Well, I'm they are the crowd. worst people. The Twilight Zone Twitter community is actually a group of really cool people. Yeah, 
Everyone is super interested in Twilight Zone. They they participate amazingly. I do want to give a shout out. Now that we're mentioning it, is to uh, the person in the, in, the, in the feed here is talking, and also like Monk is is in, like on top of fucking everything. Everything we we put out, she comments on and just on top of it. But um, after that, we're gonna do eight eleven, which is August eleventh. Night call. We're gonna get back to season five. So night call and Fred Magnus would love. After that, spur of the moment, and the original poll is the winner. I think I fucked this up. No, a re- winner of the 2019 Redux. So whatever episode wins from that, we're going to do a little, another episode of. We're going to discuss that episode. So it could be this one. Who fucking knows? Which hopefully it is because we barely talked about this episode. After that, Occurrence at Ockery Bridge you, uh, and Queen of the Nile. You'd like. What? I have a few clips uh, a week I can play instead of the outro to play, if you'd like. Go ahead and play a clip, and we can talk about it. I do want to talk about this episode some more. It's really yeah, like, simple. I didn't mean to cut you off there. You no, know you're good. Like, it's yeah. it's a really simple episode. That's why I have a tough time talking about it, really. But go ahead. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, I mean, you know, uh, let's, uh, let's me follow my... Yeah, this I thought this was funny. Follow my pet owl. <laughs> <laughs> what? Phil, he's here. Eddie? 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 Annie, are you okay? Are you okay, <laughs> yeah. Annie? You okay? You okay, Annie? Yeah, Kingswood. Kingswood, sir? Kingswood, how long until we get to the Kingswood station? We arrive at 6.15. He's so, so quick to kick him off the train. Sir? You're going to have to calm down, or I'll be throwing you off the next stop, and there'll be a lot longer to kids with than that. Thank you. Eddie, oh my God, you're alive. Are you okay? Where are you? I came to, and it's dark, and it smells musty. Baby, I'm in Kingswood. I was looking all over for you. I had your glasses. Um, you I know exactly where you are. I think I'm in the woods. I hear an owl in the distance. An owl? You're right. The whole yeah. ending is really realize I had two thoughts when I watched this. That's why I said there's like two separate trains of thought. Is the first thought is she he really has to find her glasses. Which he goes up to a truck and he's like, Can you see this picture? And then he the truck drives off, he steps in the glasses and he's like, Those are from the a Facebook profile picture. But also I was like, if you really think about it though, she would just if he didn't find those go Hey, I'm over here. He, she would have cut in there when, when she, when he realized he didn't find what she wanted him to find. So it doesn't bother me as bad because she, th- she's in charge here. He just happened to find it. We're watching the version where he saw and followed yeah. the tracks there. She just had to do enough to make it believable. Exactly. And if she, and if he didn't follow the track, she would be like, hey, I remember a truck drove by and I went down that road. You know, she would have found something. We just didn't see that version. 
But I think I took forty pieces to the right. Yeah. <laughs> the the owl thing <laughs> is stupid, but luckily he found it. If he didn't, she would have fixed it. She would have got him there no matter what. So put that on your mind. She would have got him there no matter what. Yeah, I mean suspense disbelief because she is kind of telepathically talking to him. Yeah. So you know, we have to assume talk. she can read all of his memories or all of his inner monologue, even though we don't hear it. She has a power he doesn't have. We just see the version that they want us to see. I thought he was a great actor. I thought he did a great job. Jimmy Simpson's oh, fucking yeah, awesome. He's awesome. Yeah, he's he's good oh. in everything. And I understand what he's Jensen, what? He's really. What else is he in? Westworld. Westworld. It's always sunny. Breakout uh, Kings. Uh, who is he in Always Sunny? He's one of the McDoyle brothers. No. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah McPoyle. Yeah. Sorry. He's one of the McPoyle yeah, brothers. McPoyle, but yeah. Yeah, the, the other one, not the ugly one. Well, they're both yeah. ugly, but you know what I mean. He's the one that screams at him, and he's blowing Liam during their wedding, <laughs> during the Ponderosa Massacre. What a fucking claim to fame, bro. It, it's a great show. <laughs> Dude, I blew Liam. The McPoyles are, are like the best characters ever made. They don't drink. They drink milk. It's so fucking funny. Anyway, um. Apparently, he hasn't been on the show since 2013. I, I saw that fact, and I go, really? Since so seven old, years? Dude. You know how old we are? Yeah. You're, you're old. That's <laughs> crazy. I know. But uh, basically, the whole thing, I mean, I do want to talk about the episode more, so let's go ahead and, and discuss a little bit. Um, she's tricking him to go there from the beginning to go kill her husband, and he is just like prime for this thing, because he's an asshole, like Adam said. He's a dick at this date in the beginning he he like checks out the 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 waitress at the beginning with the with the, with the coffee shop he's checking out her ass he's like can you see what i'm seeing she's like no can you he's like no she's like go ask her out and he starts to do it and then they get a nice trick out there where you think it's him but it's some guy and then he's like you, you may give terrible advice and then they, it's just the movie her from for the next 20 some minutes where he's talking to her in public and she's not really there. It's just Scarlett Johansson is a, is an iOS and that's Scarlett it. Scarlett Johansburg? Yes. <laughs> it's my nice Someone talk. It, it's my ex-girlfriend, Scarlett Johansburg. <laughs> is that why you broke up cuz you're a fucking dick about her last name? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> No, she found out. She she found his search history. That's <laughs> oh God! Holiday okay. Inn, anal beads. Like wait, 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 Holiday wait. Inn, seventeen-inch dildo. Two Holiday Inns. Bleach to clean sheets. Yep, been kicked out of two of them. Yep, not allowed back. Actually, they sent me a. The one sent me a bill. I don't know why. I'm not buying that couch. <laughs> I'm not buying that lamp. <laughs> if you come on a lamp, you win. You win at life. <laughs> that is so far away from anywhere you would come. I I, I, I give you kudos. Well, it's right next to the couch. You know? No, but it's so far we, away. Collateral damage, you know? We oh. started, the couch was here. We ended, it was over here. And somehow the lamp, you know, was over there. Wait, are we talking about between worlds now? No. <laughs> this is, uh... I do have two clips real quick. Um, I have an IMDb review of this episode, and then I have Greg's review of it. You stepping up on my? I mean, I mean, you trying? You came in a Holiday Inn. I get it. Let's move on. 
<laughs> Here's the IMDb review. Five tenths do you like Aria cookies, but not the filling? It's Brian Dutt, 26 June 2020. The beginning and ending of this episode are the strongest. The middle teeters out a bit, and that's when I found myself reaching for my phone. Maybe it should have been shorter. Okay, that's the end of the review. I don't agree, but whatever. I something to say about it. Yeah. I know you guys felt like the uh, the relationship progression was a bit short. In I this. don't. I don't. Oh, movie do I think? I thought it was I think perfect. Said okay, it. maybe short. Maybe short was the wrong word. Maybe underdeveloped would have been a better word. But the part I don't where agree. he said where he was staring at his phone, I caught myself staring at my phone too, and that's something I never want to do when I'm watching the Twilight Zone is grab my fucking phone. Yeah. Especially yeah, I, one I've never seen, and I did do that a couple of times during this episode. Guilty as charged. I thought it was, I thought it was too lengthy. Uh, personally, I thought, man, can we get on with what the fuck is going to happen? Because lengthy kind of but of- superficial, like like they're they're mumbling in the background, and then they just got these long exterior shots, and the music swells too much. And I'm like, like, oh filler. fuck off! Was, this. It yeah. felt like filler, and that's where I was yeah. reaching for my. Like, I don't I don't want a montage, a fucking Rocky Four montage of you learning how to love somebody. Like I don't need that shit. <laughs> You know what's funny is, as <laughs> always, <great. laughs> as always, I'm right in between you guys. I yeah. I thought it was perfect the way they did it, how long it was. The hour or 45, 50 minute mark doesn't bother me with the new shows because they are what they are. I find it more offensive in the original show, season four, where it's an episode that shouldn't have been an hour, and it's clearly padded that long. More episodes mm-hmm. in previous seasons and seasons thereafter should have been longer and more developed. Yeah. I wish the original series would have been like, this story demands an hour. Let's do an hour. This story doesn't demand an hour. Okay, we'll keep it 25 minutes. What would be the first episode in season one that you would have made an hour? Um, Good God, man. I don't know. On the spot. You sweating? No, I'm... uh. I'm thinking like well, uh, what was the question again? It was a, 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 a episode from the first season that would that should have been an hour. Yeah, season one of the original series or this reboot? The original. Oh, since, I go with one from the new one are an hour. The lonely. Okay, that's the I'll first one that. in I that season. I will agree with that. Yeah, yeah, because we didn't get to see him, and you know what I'm saying. We didn't see him fuck the fuck the robot, which is That's a real detriment. He didn't go, you know. He he didn't play drunk and hide the pickle with uh, what was her name? Uh, my name's oh, freak is right on the tip of my tongue. It's an interesting name. <laughs> wow, that sets a mouthful. I know her name. Should I tell him? Should I tell him? My name's uh Brenda uh. Molva? Ali. Uh, Ali. Alicia. There you go. Okay. Yeah. He got I'm there. He asked. got there. Whoa, I almost said it too. <laughs> yes, I finally caught myself, even though our theme song has it in it. <laughs> yeah, really but I, I just wish this episode... I, I, I like the length of it, I should say. I, I like the length. It felt both... I thought it was a good compromise between too long and not enough for the well, relationship. Well, you got to figure it's just a voice, yeah, right. And you know, half of it was him trying to reconcile, figure out if it's even real. 
I mean, he's going to a therapist and all. He walks out in the middle of it. I've done that before. So, because <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm good now. Thank you. Is it my I voice? I thought they could have drawn out like the end of the episode a little bit more. Like, yeah, the, that, that uh, was the better part of it. And it, it I'm glad they didn't. A, you know, the meeting See, of him and the strange man, I thought that that would be like something they could have done something more interesting with. Like, let's have a conversation. This like, is such a. Hey, Jansen and I, or uh, sorry, a Frank and I versus Adam and Jansen episode, apparently. I still love the episode. I, I don't think it was without failure or without, like, faults, though. So. No, it's it's it has faults, but I... I was happy to see a twist. The ones that I'm saying, right? <laughs> I was happy to see a freaking twist for once, you know? Yeah, for sure. I mean... We watched season one by ourselves going, oh, fuck you. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, really? Oh, fuck you. No, by ourselves and then having to talk about it for an hour, which is a real big fuck you. So we're at a point where we're like, I want something I enjoy. So now that we get it, we're like, we want to enjoy it. And I, I'm, I'm an overly optimistic person in real life. So when I see this shit, I'm like, yeah, here we go. Like this episode has flaws. Don't get me wrong. But I really enjoyed watching it. And I had at the end, even though I predicted it halfway through, I was still like, I still enjoyed it. It was fun. See, so you go into that, Phoenix, with lowered expectations, whereas I started this entire run of Jordan Peele Zone at Season 2, Episode 1. But you were watching Season 5 of the original series recently, so you should have lowered expectations a little bit. (laughs) Point taken. Yeah. The good thing is, it's an anthology. You shouldn't have to... No. Each episode's different. They all stand on their own, you know? Oh, yeah, I judge, judge everything as an episode all by itself, but it's just, you know, does it make me feel anything? Does it get me engaged? Does it give me a character that I can relate to? Uh, this gave me none of that. You know, uh, are we doing scores yet or, or no? Can't relate to him. Not yet. <laughs> okay. You can see the headspace of, of the writers and the production crew and, like, trying to figure out, like, okay, how do we do this? It's... There's certain things that we want to say, and there's certain things that um, we should say because this is a reboot, and, and it kind of just, like, some of that stuff just had to be done throughout the first season. And I, I mean, for it, all you yes. know, some of these episodes might be film movie script, like movie scripts Adam, that got hold on squeezed into an episode. Let Jansen complete his thought there because I think he's oh, on the, he's on the right well, tracks. I mean, that's 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 basically the gist of my thought. I just think that I don't know. We have to give him a little bit of leeway for sure. Um, yes, first season was we have to say this because of now. Second season is we establish that right. What do we want to show our audience? And we have yeah. an audience because people it's season two. So what do we? Yeah, we got greenlit for a second series somehow. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, they shouldn't have. But Frank, question Phoenix. Now you know what what I was saying, and we were hoping for after Rod took the writers back to you know you know writer school to teach them how to write a Twilight Zone episode, right? Yeah, in Blurry Man. Now. Was season one a big troll? And now I already answered that at the beginning of this episode. I did well. I, I wanted to go to, but everybody started going, so I just figured I'd wait to the end to ask it. I said, and I guess we'll end on this. It was no. Okay. Oh, sorry. Um, no, I, I I really don't think that was the point of the last episode. I gotta step away for just a minute. I'll be right back. Go ahead. I have to step away in a second here too. But <laughs> we'll finish the episode. But I, I really think season one was just a fucking mess that they had to get through. 
they had to do this they had to do that it's just we have to show that we're you know i hate to i hate to say it too but we're woke we're, we're aware of the issues that are going on Fuck yeah twitter is going to ruin us if we don't say about this because that think about last year as much as as bad as twitter is now it was way worse a year ago where we have to say this it is it, is, it was worse a year ago frank Prove, name one thing that proves that theory go back in time anyway we have to show this we have to show that great argument <laughs> what do you want me to say i can't prove it at the spot of a second fuck you Run but the one. point is the point is phoenix west is a tremendous phoenix west is phoenix west is a tremendous cock that should choke on itself um, I don't know if you heard that or not, but the point is, yeah. shut the fuck up, Frank. The point is, last <laughs> season, they had to show some things. They had to get through some things. Last year, here, here's the problem. Now, 2020, Twitter's bad as far as we have to cancel that person. 2019 was fucking everything. If you don't comment on this, you're a piece of shit. That's what I remember. And that's what I'm saying it was and worse that because the first it was, season went so out of its way to drive that message. It was more vague and it was like shooting into a prism and they're like, We'll get this all these. But now it's like we have this person, this person, that person. It's way more centralized and focused now. Last year it was a fucking mystery. So they're like, We have to cover everything. We got mm-hmm. our gun episode. We got our sexism not or not all, sorry, not not all men, but not all men meaning Me Too episode. We got our immigration episode. We got our cancel culture, fucking everything episode. Yeah, so I agree with everything you just said. I, I so, feel like they literally had a grocery list of yeah. things that they had to tackle and wasted all these Which episodes doing that. Is this season? I'll give you this. It does feel like they're at least trying to write. Yes, in last episode, with maybe that in mind, maybe it falls flat. Maybe it's not a zinger, but they are at least giving it. A, they're, yeah. they're trying with with what Adam and I are agreeing on is a season one of an of a season with ten episodes where they went. We have to do this, but also they're saying online, we will accept scripts from anyone. Clearly, they fucking weren't. They were not accepting scripts from everyone unless they had a political leaning. That's what Jordan Peele's. Not Jordan Peele himself, but his twi- his Facebook and Twitter said, we're accepting scripts for Twilight Zone Season 1. That was their whole big campaign at the, before the season even debuted. I remember, because I thought about showing a script to them. And I went, no, wait. That's because the tweet said, are you triggered easily? Can yeah, you it might as well have. Send it in. <laughs> Who do you vote for? Okay, we welcome a script. We only lean in one direction, everybody. Well, yeah. My thought is, what if they didn't think about... What if they didn't think you about taking any so much. and using them, but <laughs> yeah. they, they just wanted to get a sense of what did people want to hear about, right? I and disagree with that. That's fanfare that I can't yeah. stand. I can't stand that. I don't give a fuck what people want to see. I, I need to know what they need to see. Surprise That's me. Twilight Zone. What do Make they need wow. to see? Cool. Awesome. Like, I didn't think of that. Don't, don't, don't powder my balls. I can do that myself. Yeah. And I do several times a day. My doctor's yeah. like, stop, dude. And I'm like, no, fuck you. Yeah. I mean, I used to not until I heard you did. And I'm like, that's a great idea. That's a great <laughs> idea. Don't do it in the Holiday Inn because you get weird things inside you. But as I say, I don't well, care what people want to see. Yeah, I know what they need to see. Things. I mean, however you want to look at it. Hey, we- Frank, I heard cornstarch works pretty good, too, if you don't have any powder. 
I've tried. The powder or the actual liquid? Not the liquid, the, the powder. Okay, the po- the liquid does not work. Nice to tell now, dude. I mean, it, the liquid was, I mean. Liquid makes that, it worse. Well, I don't have any hair there anymore, so it's fine now. I read a comment on something, and I totally missed everything you guys were con- talking about with context, so I have no <laughs> idea what's happening now. Well, what did you read? Uh, let's see. Cat Eyes Kaylee says Jordan Peele should write episodes on his own like Serling did, and he should imprint his own style. I was just going to read that. Thank you. Yeah. Uh-huh. I agree. He wrote the next episode we're going to talk about. That's it. However, Peel did have final say on all of them, right? Like just like Serling kind of did, sort of. Here's the thing: like, in the beginning, anyway. Rod Serling was a control freak. Rod yeah. Serling was he. The reason we think about him 45 years after he died and he was only alive for 50 is because he was a control freak who gave a shit, and, and he wanted to control his message, and he did so. At such expense that we can't even fathom nowadays. But Jordan Peele, is, I like Jordan Peele. He's funny. He's great. He's a good guy, as far as I can tell. But he also wants to write his movies, and he has his Monkey Power Productions studio. Right. He doesn't want to put 100% into the Twilight Zone. He's like he's at like 60%. So he doesn't... I want 100%. What? So he's only so committed is what you're getting. Yes, he's, he's not as committed as Rod. You got to well, add into that the, the whole situation of how this industry is run these days, right? How much say does he really have? You know, I'm sure he has input and, and, and opinions and things that matter to people. But at the end of the day, is him is what he say goes the, the real situation we're in? Probably not. I think he has more control now than Rod did back then. I agree. Because yeah. Rob right. back then had to fight sponsors and shit. Sponsors that were way more influential back then. Yeah. Good luck against natural gas and shit. Because it was one sponsor sponsors the Twilight Zone. Do you think the um the show would have been a lot more gritty like it is now if Rod Sterling was alive and well during this time and still making the show? I don't know who's Rod Sterling. He would have. You said Rod Sterling so many times, yeah. Frank. Fuck That's you. That's my porno name, Frank. <laughs> yeah. No, I think Sorry, Rod Sterling nowadays would have given really up. Really good point earlier, though, buddy. Really he would have given up. Also, fuck you. <laughs> Rod Sterling nowadays would have said, "Okay, bye bye." Right now, <laughs> the show would have lasted a season. <laughs> Do you guys really want to discuss dancing. this? It's fine. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead, Phoenix. Sorry for cutting you off. No, uh, what Callie's talking about in the, in the Periscope feed. Sterling was the first writer to have full control over the content of his own TV show. That wasn't just given to him. He had to say, I know what you guys want me to say and what you want me to show, but I don't give a shit about the sponsors. Here's the message I want to show. I know it doesn't agree with the sponsors, but we have to do this for X. You know, whatever reason he had at the time. Nowadays, Jordan Peele just shows up and goes, all right, sci-fi episode, that episode. And CBS doesn't bat an eye because it's just whoever shows up on their, on their, on their online feed, you know, suggestions for your – it's not even one sponsor. It's who, you're, who suggested for your sponsor in your specific zip code. Whoever's running CBS All Access reads everything through a spreadsheet. Like, that's it. They exactly. It's that's not even especially determined in real time. It's afterwards because it's dependent on zip code. So if I'm here, you're not going to get the same ad I am, Adam. You're in a way different zip code. So 
You guys get ads? Oh, the God, the ads are fucking god-awful. It depends on what you have set up. Exact. I, I have ad block as well, but if I don't, I get ads. And it's just like, Governor Duke, Duke Ducey, or Doug Ducey, Ducey, wants to, and I'm like, I don't fucking care. Fuck that guy. I didn't vote for him. And you know, like, <laughs> but yeah. it's it doesn't have the same impact as it did back in the 50s and 60s. It doesn't have the same resonance. Like, I'm not going to remember this episode when I'm 70 than I, than I do the original series. It doesn't have the lasting power. So I view it more as an am I entertained while I'm watching it show than I do the original. Which brings me back to my thought process of the black and white, right? Yeah. If you're watching this in the black and white now, you know, if you go back and watch season one, does it give it the resonance and that value that you think you might have had? Or that you have from the from the original series because it takes away pieces of the episode that are flashy and, and bright and colorful and it just leaves you with the raw story i would say not if i can go first guys i would say not this episode because this episode is basic but it's more of a storyline than than some of the episodes in the last season where it's about a political message that will fade in time this episode is more about the actual sci-fi elements of the characters and the story involved. And I think that has more of a lasting impression than feel bad about hating immigrants, people. Have fun. Bye. Yeah, exactly. Not. Mm-hmm. I know what episode you're talking about. Point of origin. We know what we're talking yeah. about. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fuck. Should we build it or should we not build that wall? Yeah, but it's not the lasting power is gone. It's diminished because of the over. uh, How do I say this? How oblivious, how obvious, not oblivious, how obvious Mm -hmm. the political messaging is in 2019 season one. Mm -hmm. It's so obvious that you can't ignore it and you can't enjoy it as a everlasting show of sci fi storytelling. Exactly. Because the messages are screaming at you so it's, much. It's yeah. it's political messaging and a little bit of nugget of story in there, as opposed yeah. to story with a little bit of political messaging in there with Rod Serling. Just enough story to hang the message on. Yeah. It's it's flipped. But this new season gives me optimism. Yep. So a much. So far. <laughs> yeah, as much as <laughs> if you didn't like the episode, that's fine. But at least it's on the right track to telling a sci-fi story with a with a message. If you did like this episode, probably in five years from now, you could probably watch it again. And that's that's a first for Peel. <laughs> Other than Blue Scorpion. <laughs> I'm putting out on my microphone because I talked way too much recently. Guys, go ahead and take over. Tell me what you yeah, think about sure, it for Everlasting sure. Twilight Zone. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I've said everything, just about everything I needed to say about the episode personally. I think it was... I think it was a solid episode. I think that I hope to expect more of this in the future. Um, and this is, this is what it's supposed to be. Um, obviously, there's there, there's the problems that I, I have with it. Um, they're subtle and they're you know non non consequential to anyone really, and most people probably wouldn't bat an eye at it. But something to improve on, of course, is always something to improve on. But again, I just hope it I hope it continues. And I hope it gets better from here. It was uh, very middle of the road for me. Uh, you know, I don't know. If, are, are we doing scores or no? Go, go ahead. You get started. 
five out of ten for me it's middle of the road it didn't make me angry it didn't make me really feel anything either I, and i was checked out for part of it even though i like i love jimmy simpson you know this this was just it, it, it it's kind of simple i i don't i think it was a little underdeveloped for me at least I, I know you guys don't agree with me but that's just that's how i feel about it it didn't make me angry but it, it did i didn't really get beat over the head with any kind of a message either so i'll, I'll give it that much but yeah i'd say five out of ten I'll jump back in. I'll throw in my score was nine out of ten. Wow. Yeah. I give it a seven. Seven, really. Seven's seven. good. Seven's good for me. I think I think it earned a nine because it, I think it it finally hit a point where it's like okay, this is a Twilight episode. Let me look up exactly what I, I gave it an eight. Sorry, eight. You liar! I lied. It's an eight. How fucking next episode's a seven. Spoiler. I give it an eight, Frank. Um, uh, out of ten, you dick! Don't give a four point seven three point five two. Repeating. Okay. One out of ten. No, I wasn't going to do that. It was I was going to give it an eight point three five seven two seven. Eight point seven three two. Fuck you. Eight point six five three zero nine. I give it a Tony Tony. No, uh, Frank. Seriously, give it a give it a nice number. No, seriously, I would give it like I I, I would. I would argue with myself forever between eight and nine, to be honest with you. And, and I probably lean towards the nine. I would lead towards the nine right now because I didn't expect it to be this good. Yeah. From what season one it was. I think but, if Adam watched season, sorry, I'll get back to you a second, Frank. No, okay. If Adam watched season one and then this episode, his score would have been bumped up two points. Yep. You're right. But, yeah, that but is, you know but that now. Nice, so, but you got to realize, though, I, I view this as an episode all by itself. No, no, and no I'm fine with that. Uh, I'm not arguing with you. I'm just saying. I yeah. think if you would have done that, you would have been like, "Oh, good God, quality, oh, yeah. Cookie Monster style." But yeah, it, it it is it is definitely better than anything that came out of season one. But but season one, like ah. the, I, I said, five out of ten. Season one would have been like fours and threes, okay. and twos. You so know? Frank, so. continue there. But uh, if I didn't see season one and I and say this was a season one, I'd be giving this an eight. Yeah, because I'd be expecting something. like I that. gave it an eight. I would. I love Jimmy Simpson. I love uh, uh, Gilligan's Island, whatever. And I, I love the episode. I, I really did. Even though I knew it was going to happen, I still enjoyed it, which is saying a lot. Because usually when I go, right. uh, I think still trying to break down Gilligan's Island. Yeah, I, still I don't get the Gillian, Gillian Jacobs. Island? Her name Jillian is Gillian Jacobs. Is the, is the female lead? She she pronounces her, her name with a hard G. She's from Community, which is a fucking great show. Check that out. So yeah. Gillian's Island. If you Gillian. were to follow her logic, yes. Yep. Yeah. Oh, it is is like she the type of uh, of, of like dummy that, that that says a gif instead no. of a gif. No, she's yeah. a smart person. She's a she's a good good actress. You know what I saw, and I didn't play it yet. I heard <laughs> was um someone on IMDb said I didn't believe the lead actress's performance. She was so wooden, didn't put any emphasis in her performance. And I'm like, she's pretty good actually. It was a disembodied voice, but yeah, <laughs> she was good. Yeah, she was just as good as Scarlett Johansson in her, which is very comparable to this episode. Well, not Scar- only that, but like if you watch her other stuff. That's that's good work for her. Like, yeah, yeah. If you know <laughs> that the actress so insulting. And what she can actually put out, that's yeah. good work. 
Also, compared to Jimmy Simpson, yeah, she's going to come off as wooden because the guy's a hell of an actor. So he's he's going to upstage naturally, not even by choice. Anybody yeah. who's actually on stage, which she wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, Callie says, Serling usually knew to keep his politics from influencing the story. Peel doesn't, which is exactly what we're saying earlier. Um, completely that's, agree that's with you, man. Right. Cannot argue with that. Mm-hmm. So um, we already gave our our you know opinions and our ratings. So let's go ahead and let's get into. Oh, hold on, uh, Gam gave it a seven out of ten. Or well, I wrote a different scoring style in my email. Lol. But oh, seven oh, out of ten. Did I not play that yet? Let me go ahead and play Greg's it, review. It, it, it literally just popped up. Here's like our Greg's. Here's Greg's review. What is up in the Hisus Liwtz gang? I hope you are stay safe from Corona Extra and other 2020 shenanigans. I'm so happy to be writing an email to you guys again. So here are my thoughts on episodes 1 and 2 of Sneeze on 2. Like season 1 I'm renaming like an even shittier mockbuster. Episode 201 Meet Middle-Aged Mind Reading Man. It's a step up from season 1 episode 1 Comedian Death Note It has a tiny bit of the King Falls AM vibes on it with a little bit of her I think it's that movie with some soy boy falls in love with Some computer, or whatever the premise is But anyways, this episode is really good and it's a simple premise Man hears voice, people think man is crazy, but voice is real person Man falls in love with voice and holy shit Man kills other man as wife tricks man to do so. If my anxiety went through the roof with that ending then you did good re all good. Oh, yeah, this is did. why I lower my expectations. Rating, 3.0 or NB for better not drop the soap. Anyways <laughs> I can't wait to see what the next two episodes will be. I still got to lower my expectations and hope that I'm proven wrong. I really hope season two is a step up from season one. Yours trolley, Gammy Boy, Greg Myron, me our own. Greg Miron. So that's what he Thank said. You, yeah. Or the muffin, like I like to call him. We call him the muffin. He's yeah, muffin that, Greg. That's my blueberry muffin right there. He gave it three out of five, so six out of so, ten. Or, well, he said seven out of ten, actually. Three out of ten. Five is seven out of ten. What kind of math are you doing? Like on on Periscope, like literally a minute ago, he said seven out of ten. Okay. His math is all the fuck over. But it's too late at night for Frank math. That's yeah. I was reading something someone else's. So let's get out of here. Um, let's let's, um, let's do our plugs here, which I have pre-recorded, so you guys can spare your voices. Plug time. Jensen wishes to plug. Apparently, reddragonsradio.com. Adam wishes to plug raidersoftheLostFlix.com and on YouTube for movie reviews and pop culture discussions. Frank wishes to get plugged in a holiday and for hours and hours. Oh, and also in the Sports Car Podcast, Way Off Topic Radio Podcast. Phoenix wishes to plug liwstudios.com for all of our videos and podcasts from Loitering in Wonderland. Send us your 2019 Twilight Zone Season 2 thoughts in writing or audio to loiteringinwonderland at gmail.com. Or tweet us at review. We will read and or play them on the podcast next time. Until next time, and in the meantime, I am Phoenix West.
joined by Frank Lynx, Adam Wilcox, and Jansen Carlin. So long, citizens. Shut off the fucking podcast now. Go, go vote for freaking, uh, not Willoughby. Play the, radio. Play the outro, Frank. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but for crying out loud, Willoughby better not guard freaking win. Miles goes into connecting with another human being. Is it meeting in the middle or going all the way to the end of the line? Philip Hayes found connection, but only with the darkest part of his soul. A region of self that he'll inhabit for the rest of his life. Here, in the Twilight Zone. So you learned what a twist was. Congratulations, Peel. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I find myself really looking forward to Frank's commentary <laughs> in the soundbite. That's part of that whole thing. <laughs> It's all organic. It's the first time. That's all we got. It's so perfect. I love it. (laughs) So, until next time, in the meantime, for 202 Downtime, I'm Phoenix West. I'm Frank Links. I'm Jansen Carlin. And I'm Adam Wilcox. So long, citizens. Let's take a 10-minute break.